Hey everybody, you're listening to Esther and Jeff. This is episode 17. Hey, we just got back from Baltimore. Yeah, last night, like, oh wait, no, not last night. It's Tuesday. We got back pretty late Sunday night. It was a quick trip. We left Friday after work. Um, We didn't even, like, leave work early. (laughs) And we got back Sunday night super late. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we did do a lot. So we, like, packed a lot of stuff into a short amount of time. So it felt longer than it was. So it was a good trip, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Jeff's brother, Phil, lives in Baltimore. So we try to go there fairly frequently. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, like, twice a year maybe we go yeah i like baltimore too that's a good city (laughs) it's it is a good city it's definitely i don't like everybody's very friendly there which is nice it's just different what do you mean different i don't i'm not saying that people in buffalo are not nice because they are everybody's very that's what it sounds like you're saying everybody's very nice but they're not like super friendly if you think about it, like when you're out and about, like people generally keep to themselves. But I, I don't know. In Baltimore, I felt like I got talked to by a lot of strangers and I didn't feel super comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there are a couple of factors that go into that, but it was also extremely perfect weather the whole weekend yeah it was very nice out so i think maybe that puts everybody in a good mood yeah there's a lot of stuff going on in baltimore too Mm -hmm. the city was very packed when we were there yeah there were a lot of things both days too like saturday and sunday it was just very like there's just people everywhere yeah well there was the last baseball game of the season right well the last yes the last series of the season um and that was saturday and sunday there was a game on sunday mm-hmm. then there was comic-con yep com- baltimore's comic-con which the convention center is right next to the baseball stadium mm-hmm. so that's kind of like a lot going on and the inner harbor's down there so there's people who just go to the inner harbor yeah yeah there was a lot there was a lot happening there were a lot of people um so yeah we drove down after work on friday and it wasn't like bad like traffic wasn't bad i don't think that we realized how quick it gets dark when there are mountains around you well no not only that but it's also we went down the last weekend of september so now that we're recording this it's october 2nd but i didn't really realize it was so late it feels like it still feels like summer to me mm-hmm. even though the weather is changing even though it's now october I didn't really think about it when we were driving down there a lot, but it was it was fall. You know, when we went down there, it was fall. It wasn't summer. Yeah, a lot of the trees were starting to change colors, so that was nice to look at. And it got dark at like 7.30, which was different. Right. And we left Buffalo at 4. <laughs> so the majority of the drive down was in the dark. Mm-hmm. And Baltimore is not very far from Buffalo. It's like a six and a half hour drive or so. Six and a half hours, that's right. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> Yeah, so we got to Baltimore pretty late. I mean, it wasn't, like, super late. How but, late was it? What time was it? Um, I think, like, 11. Yeah, 11, 11.30. We made, we made pretty good time. Like, we didn't really stop long for food or anything. Yeah, I was cruising. Yeah. I was in the zone. God, that reminds me. I was looking forward to those chicken tenders from McDonald's so much. So, like, 
commercials don't usually work on me, but I really feel like that chicken tender commercial worked on me. Like they look so good and I wanted them so badly. And then we got them and I was like, oh, this is not good. Okay. So what Esther's referring to is there's the new honey barbecue spicy glazed chicken tenders from McDonald's. And they were exactly what I thought they would be. And for some reason, Esther thought they'd be different. They just they look so good. They weren't bad. Okay, so what it was was it, they're just like the chicken selects chickens, right? But they just douse them in this like sweet honey and spicy sauce. honey barbecue sauce. And we went to the McDonald's in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Williamsport is pretty much halfway between Buffalo and Baltimore. It's like three and a half hours away. So it's, it's, it's right there. It's right in the middle. Or like three hours and 15 minutes or whatever. Um, yeah, but like they just, like the kid or whoever who made it just put so much of this, the glaze on it. They were like swimming it, in sauce. It was like a soup. Like we got the chicken tender soup. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I love, I love chicken tenders. We don't eat fast food very much. No, so. especially not McDonald's. Yeah. So. I can't even remember the last time we went to McDonald's. So I was looking forward to fast food, even though like it's, garbage like sometimes it's just nice to have like french fries from a crappy place like so i was looking forward to fast food and then looking forward to these honey barbecue chicken tenders because i love chicken tenders and i love honey barbecue sauce and i thought they should have been perfect and they were just like not and i i know i should have known but i was so disappointed i don't think they were as bad as your you must have really hyped them up in your brain because they weren't they weren't terrible we we ordered what like a ten pack of it, and I I probably ate six of them, if not seven. I ate two and then stuffed my face with fries because I was disappointed. Yeah, they weren't terrible. I, Esther's making them sound like they're garbage. Didn't even taste like real chicken. I mean, oh, it probably my isn't. Goodness. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, we get down to Baltimore. Um, super late. We park the car. We just basically go to bed. We don't really do anything Friday night, right? Well, yeah, we, like, stayed up and talked to your brother for a while. Yeah, and he was like, well, we could go to this thing, and we were like, no. Yeah, we are, <laughs> were just so, like, we were just tired. Like, we just drove seven hours or whatever, and we were tired, and we just had a beer and, like, talked for a couple of hours, yep. and then went to bed. And then we didn't go to bed until, like, 2 a.m., and for some reason, Jeffrey was wide awake at, like, 7.30 in the morning, and so I didn't even get a good night's sleep. Oh, my gosh. Because you were up and showered and ready to go, and so, of course, I had to get up. Yeah, I was up and ready on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. I was tired all day after that. (laughs) (laughs) So, Saturday morning, we went to a farmer's market, and I don't remember the neighborhood Phil took us to. What was it? Everly? Oh, I don't know. Something like that. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, he took us to a neighborhood like, uh, what are are those called? Farmer's markets. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. We got a bagel there and walked around. It was surprisingly warmer than I expected it to be. At least during the farmer's market. Like, it was early morning. It was really sunny and on the asphalt. So it felt like 80 degrees (laughs) when, like, it didn't feel like 80 for a long time for us. So that was kind of a shock. Yeah. And we were, like, unsure of what to wear. And yeah. I, like, opted for pants because I figured it was going to be cold. And it just wasn't. Yeah. But, but it ended up cooling down later. So it was yeah. fine. It wasn't It wasn't hot. It was just, it felt like it was hot at that point. But it wasn't mm-hmm. actually hot, you know? 
They had a lot of plant vendors at that place. So there was like a bunch of flowers and a lot of like potted plants. And we really wanted to get like a new succulent because we grow a ton of succulents. Um, But we didn't want to like carry it around and have it maybe die in the car and then try to worry about the logistics of it surviving the trip back. Yeah. But they had really cool plants there. Yeah. And a lot lot of it, it was a true farmer's market. You know, like a lot of times... They'll be like, oh, farmer's market on Sunday. And then you get there and it's like a bunch of different things. But this one was like really a farmer's market. They didn't let other riffraff in. It was just food vendors. Yeah, yeah. Which is a good thing, I think. Yeah. So after that, we walked around the neighborhood for a little bit. And we went to Peabody Heights Brewery. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. How awesome was that? <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting much. And we got there early on a Saturday, like maybe 11, 11.30, which is super early for breweries. In fact, I don't even know if the breweries are open that early in Buffalo. And we get in there. There's, you know, there's a few people. We we get a beer. We're sitting there. And then we end up moving outside. We're sitting out in the outside part. And this guy is like, hey, do you want to do a brewery tour? And we were like, yeah, of course. So it turns out that the guy that gave us a tour was the owner of the company. He owned the brewery, uh, him and his son. And he took us on this giant tour of the brewery. So this brewery was built on the premise of the old Baltimore Orioles baseball stadium from back in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. And it was Oriole Park number four. So in Baltimore, all the Orioles baseball stadiums are Oriole Park in such and such location. Um, And this was the fourth rendition of it. All the other ones before that were wooden and had been burned down. This one ended up burning down um, during World War II. But this brewery is awesome. So he's going through all all this baseball history and like there was talking about Babe Ruth because he's from Baltimore and then talking about the Baltimore Orioles and how the New York Yankees – were actually started in Baltimore before they went to New York. It's, it was it was a really cool like baseball history, and then it went into the brewery. Then we went behind the scenes in the brewery, and this is a giant brewery. We've gone on a lot of brewery tours, and this one is um this is a big plant. You know, they made a lot of beer, and they actually make other breweries beer there. Yeah. So the guy was the owner was saying that his background was in like soda and canning yeah and canning yeah so before they turned it into a brewery it was like a like, soda canning it was place. a canadian dry ginger ale oh okay yeah um so there was just like a ton of hardware like we'd never seen a brewery that distributed the way that they did and like you could tell that he had he was like super business savvy in that sense like they bottled their own stuff and they distributed their own stuff so they're like totally cutting out middlemen yeah but they also bottle and distribute other people's things which is cool you know like they had a whole bottling and canning line which most breweries that you go to they'll show you all the tanks that where they're brewing the beer but they don't often have a canning line or a uh, or a bottling line like this place this place did yeah so that was that was really cool and he told us a lot of like insider info on stuff that we would just never would have thought about like that cans never travel more than 200 miles because by the time they get past 200 miles there's a hole worn into the side of the aluminum yes like i just didn't know that and it, it makes sense because like every like 
major city you go to, there's usually some sort of canning facility Yeah, like there. a Coke plant and a Pepsi plant. Mm-hmm. They're in almost every city. Yeah, so that was really cool. He was, like, obviously very knowledgeable. And it was, like, super cool that the owner was the one, like rounding everybody up to do a tour of the place yeah and he was he was pretty funny too uh he uh he like made fun of his son during the tour and then he (laughs) there was a girl that was in our tour group that was um i'm not trying to be rude but she's kind of kind of uh not the brightest in the (laughs) bunch but she was making these comments and then at the end of you know at the end everyone was saying oh thanks for the tour and then she goes wow what a great tour and he goes she said, I feel like I learned a lot. Yeah, and then what did he say? He said, well, you didn't know anything to start. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I could have lied to you, and you would have known, <laughs> you wouldn't have known the difference. And he's, and that was funny. That guy, he was good. Yeah. Um, and it was funny, too, because he was talking about how they do their first day beers. So they're one of the only places where they'll can and bottle beer, and then they'll put, they'll distribute themselves and have it on the shelf that day. So they have like this thing called first day beer. And my brother actually works at a store where they do first day beer from this brewery. Yeah. So he was talking about like the like elite beer drinkers, how they're super into like fresh beer and they want it like the day that like as soon as they can get it. So when they do a first release of a new beer, there'll be like a line out the door for it at some stores. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Their beer was great. And, uh, I don't know if it's accessible in Buffalo. If it is, it's Peabody Heights. Well, it can't be, right? Oh, because they distribute themselves. And yeah. It's, two, it's more than 200 miles away. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess they're not in Buffalo. But if you're ever in Baltimore in, like, the Mid-Atlantic, they're great. Like, you have to try them out. Yeah. Super good beer. Like, like everything I tasted was just, like, delicious and yes. well-brewed. And it wasn't kind of crazy, you know? Like, some... Like, we've talked about this on previous podcasts, but we don't like that beer where it's, like, they try too hard to be unique, and then it turns out to just be, like, kind of crappy. Yeah, yeah. And all of their beers had, like, baseball names. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like, Baltimore stuff, too. Yeah. Like, they have a beer that's um, named after the trash wheel. Like, in Baltimore's Inner Harbor, they have this big, giant trash boat that has a wheel that just goes around and sucks up garbage from the harbor. So one of their beers is named after that. And then they have beers named after the baseball team and all that. It's really cool. Like the one that I had, it was like Dottie something. I don't know. It was after the girl in A League of Their Own. Oh, one of my favorite movies ever, A League of Their Own. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just a super cool place that we like didn't expect to like as much as we did. Yeah, we um, spent a lot more time there than we expected yeah. to. Yeah, and the building is, like, really non-assuming. Like, it's next to a school, and it's just, like, a brick building. And you walk in, and it kind of feels like a gym. Like, it felt like a gymnasium to me. Like, just the smells and, like, the way that it was laid out and everything. Well, it was never built for, like, uh, consumers to be in there. It was yeah. built as a bottling plant for ca- Canadian Dry. So, like, it's not... Ex- and, like, on the outside, there's no windows. So, like, when Phil brought us my brother phil when he brought us there it was like oh this is the place but then you go and it's really cool and the cool part about it is this brewery is built on the old oriole park and they're still like the fence line up from the old outfield and they have row houses so the whole neighborhood is row houses around it but the row houses behind uh where the brewery is where was the outfield and like in wrigley wrigley field in chicago um, Esther, you can attest to this because you saw this. Uh, some of the 
rooftops have seats that aren't part of Wrigley Field that people used to sit on. And in Baltimore, at this old Oriole Park, they used to do that. They used to sit on top of the row houses, which is really neat. And that was like part of the stadium. And those row houses are still there. I I had way more fun at that brewery than I expected. Yeah, it was neat and informational. So that was cool. I didn't know Babe Ruth was from Baltimore. I know that's supposedly common knowledge, but I didn't know that. It's yeah, it's not like common knowledge, it's just like a sports thing, you know. <laughs> um yeah, so after the brewery, what did we end up doing? Well, we stopped at a cool little consignment shop. Yeah, it felt like you walked into the 70s. I guess that's like and you know how decades like get like they travel in popularity. So yeah, like yeah. I guess the seventies are cool now. I don't know. <laughs> but it felt like we walked into the seventies. Yeah. There was a bunch of like old crap in there. I don't know. I don't cool. really like thrift stores and stuff like that. I liked it. I thought it was really cool. My yeah. brother liked it too. I think it was called like Get Shredded or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was I neat. The girl was really neat. She was really nice. There are a lot of clothes in there that I would have liked to buy if I like were interested in spending like $50 on a sweater, you know? Yeah, yeah I mean, and that's the thing with those like old stores. Like they they can charge whatever. Yeah, you know what because I mean? you can't find it Right, else. they can get a, they can kind of get away with it. Yeah, so it was a neat store. After that, we went to the game, right? Yeah, so the Orioles, like we preferenced earlier, is their final series. They've had a historically bad year this year, but I wanted to go to a game, and they actually played a doubleheader on Saturday. They played the Houston Astros, who are in the playoffs this year and uh, are a fantastic team, and it was awesome. I love Camden Yards. It's my, it's, I think it's the best baseball stadium in all of baseball. It's so beautiful. It was built... It was built the way I would build a stadium. It's a new it's a newer stadium. The stadium's the same age as me, so it's only like 26 years old. It's it's built in 1992. But they built it to look old, but it also has the new amenities, you know? Mhm. Yeah, it's kind of a breath of fresh air. Like I haven't been to a ton of baseball stadiums. Um, but like the prices for everything were like super reasonable so like food and drinks like it was just really reasonable when we went to detroit it was like 11 bucks for a beer which was crazy yeah which is weird because the rest of detroit was like everything was cheap yeah we went to the 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 place that did the coney dogs in detroit Mm -hmm. and the hot dogs and the beer there were like two bucks yeah but then like at the tiger stadium it's 11 dollars. like that's a lot and it must just be that the the crowd that they're attracting to baseball does not live within the city or something yeah. i don't know and maybe the the crowd that they're looking to attract in baltimore are from the city so yeah. they understand that their crowd is gonna want to spend less money i'm not sure but everything was like really reasonable yeah like reasonably priced um they had a lot a lot of food options which was really cool because i mean yes when I go to a baseball game, I would like a hot dog. But we were there for so long, yeah. like seven hours. A double header, yeah. You're yeah. going to be there all day. Yeah, I was not interested in eating several hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, and the Camden Yards, um, so quick background. Like, I moved around a lot as a kid. So the first Major League Baseball stadium I ever went to was Fenway Park in Boston. And then when I was a younger kid, when we lived in Tampa, we went to Tropicana Field. In fact, I was there the first year Tampa Bay the Tampa Bay Devil Rays at the time were a team. So Tropicana Field was really all I had to base sports off of. Yeah, I went to Fenway, but I was a little kid. So Tropicana Field was it. And I like Tropicana Field. I have nothing against it. But when I was 10 and we moved to Maryland and we went to an Orioles game, it was 
so different. It was just like you go to Camden Yards and you're like, this is, you know how they say like, it's like a cathedral for sports. Mm -hmm. Like they built that for you to enjoy it all the time. It's not just some cookie cutter stadium. Like everything about that stadium was built to be beautiful. You know what I mean? Whether it's the field or whether it's the sight lines, whether the seats, everywhere we sat, we moved around four or five times during the game. Everywhere we sat was great. Yeah, and um, I think the layout might even be better than some of the other stadiums that we've been to. Just because, like, everywhere that we went, I never felt like I shouldn't be standing there. So, like, there were a lot of places um, in Detroit. I don't know. I don't. What's that field called? Comerica. Comerica. Yeah. Comerica Park. Um, there were a lot of places that I felt like we either shouldn't be standing or it was uncomfortable to stand in. Yeah. Like there were so many people or there like wasn't any seating around, but like at Camden Yards, they have all these like picnic tables just like everywhere. Yeah. It's built big. So it's a big stadium. It's bigger than Comerica. So Camden Yards is bigger than Comerica, but, um, it's designed in a way where there's space. So even if it's a hundred percent full, which I've been to games where it's really crowded, you know, when they play the Yankees or the Red Sox, it's really crowded. Right. And it just doesn't feel as crowded mm-hmm. because everyone's kind of separated a bit. Yeah, and there were just a lot of places to sit aside from, like, seats in the stadium. And there's and a lot of things. There's a lot of walking around, you yeah, know, which there, is nice. There are a lot of shops. Like, I don't, I don't really like sports, so I was getting kind of antsy by the time the second game started. So I just went on walks during that second game and like looked at everything and it's nice it's just a nice stadium yeah and we didn't you didn't even mention or we didn't even mention utah street which is this awesome it's part of the outfield seating where there's a warehouse that used to be a functional warehouse which is now part of camden yards where they have stores and food and there's a walkway in between the outfield and utah street and it's just open and wide. And there's a lot of stuff to look at, a lot of things to see. Camden Yards is one of those places where you can go to a game, and even if the game is terrible, you can enjoy just being there. Yeah, yeah. It was it was fun. Um, it was also Fan Appreciation Weekend. Which was cool, yeah. So we got so much free crap. Yeah, like we got <laughs> puffy vests. So yeah, so they gave us puffy vests when we walked in, yes. which was like, I don't know, usually they give like baseball caps and stuff. So yeah. they gave you a whole vest, which is kind of cool. Yep. And then there was a little booth that was run by the MSN, which is M- Masson, which is like the sports network in Maryland. And they gave away t-shirts and koozies and just like, it felt like everywhere we went, they were like, thank you for being a fan. Cause the Orioles, yeah. I, I really have to say it. They were historically bad this year this is the worst year they've ever had and they've been they've been in existence for like 120 years they've never been this bad ever yeah so like they they did a lot to make you feel appreciated yeah definitely um so yeah we were at the park for like kind of a long time yeah baltimore lost hours (laughs) (laughs) baltimore lost both games but it was fun uh we had a good time we got to see adam jones who probably won't be an oriole again in the future He's been on the team for like 12 years. We got to see him play in his, you know, second to last game, which was neat. Um, and then we went home. Uh, we went back to, well, home. We went back to Phil's apartment and we were invited to do a board game night, but we were really too tired to do it. Yeah, like, I don't know. It was, we were just outside for so long and like, 
I don't know. I just didn't want to go meet new people. <laughs> we after, were exhausted. After I'd been tired all day and at a sporting event for seven hours, I was just kind of irritated. Yeah. So we didn't go. <laughs> yeah, so we ended up going to sleep and uh, waking up the next day. And then Sunday, we kind of split, you and me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was actually Phil's idea, which I appreciated so much because I feel like it would not have gone... Well, it didn't occur to me, but even if it had occurred to me, I it probably wouldn't have gone over well. It didn't occur to me either. Yeah. but So Phil suggested that I go do something else other than watch the Bills game because he realized that I spent the entire day watching a sport that I didn't care about the day previous. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So I was like, oh my god, that's a great idea. I'm just going to go do whatever the hell I feel like doing for the four hours that you guys are watching the game. This is a great idea. Yeah. So I'll just say what I did because it's much Mm -hmm. faster. Uh, Me and Phil went to a dive bar in Baltimore and watched the Bills game. Um, This bar is like uh, one of the owners was from Buffalo. So like the Bills fans that live in Baltimore, there's not many, but the few that do, they go to this bar. So me and Phil walked over there and had a few beers, and I liked it. It was a classic dive bar. They had really good wings, which is surprising because it's not often I get good wings outside of Buffalo. They had great wings, and they had dollar Natty Bows. <laughs> Natty Bow is like National Bohemian Beer in Baltimore, which is like the cheap beer. Natty Bows were a dollar. So I didn't realize that Bohemian was a style of beer. Yeah. I don't know what I thought National Bohemian meant. But I didn't realize it but was a style. But it's also, like, bohemian is, like, a culture and all that sort of thing, too. So, like, hippies? Like, Baltimore's full of hippies? Like, well, I, I don't, don't... know. It, I, I don't know enough about it to really comment on it. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to, like, say something that I don't know. Okay. So I didn't realize that it was a style of beer. So that brewery that we went to the day before, they made a bohemian-style beer. Which was better than Natty Bo. <laughs> well... But more expensive than Natty Bo. Yeah, so Natty Bo is like the cheap. It's it's the Genesee of Baltimore. Yes. It's the Labatt Blue of Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, it's what everyone drinks. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, the So wings, what did you do on wait, Sunday no, while no, I was at no, the... No, let me go back to... Yeah. The wings were good because it was a Buffalo place. Um, I have not seen, like in all of our travels... It wasn't a Buffalo place, but one of the owners was... From Buffalo, so I think he taught the chefs how to make the wings. Oh, so it wasn't a Buffalo bar? No, 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 no. It's a Baltimore bar, by all means. Um, Just one of the owners was from Buffalo, so they make good wings. In fact, they have a a sign on the wall that's like, best wings in Baltimore. And it probably is the best wings in Baltimore. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, I feel like in all the cities that we've gone to, we can usually find a Buffalo bar. And I don't know if it's, like, strictly because of the wings that there are so many displaced Buffalonians who, like, feel like they no, need to I, I also a think bar. It's, I th- yes, I think it's the food, but I also think it's the sports. Yeah. Because sports are, like, a kind of a communal thing. And if you live somewhere else and you root for a, a, an opposing sports team, you can't – you don't get that camaraderie. So this happens with – it's not just with Buffalo. It happens with a lot of teams in a lot of cities. Like, here in Buffalo, I'm sure there are bars – where people root for other teams, and they all just get together in that bar. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I just don't notice. Like, I haven't noticed a Cubs bar in Buffalo, you know? Yeah, but there was a Cubs bar in Orlando. It was called Friendly Confines. My friend Mel took me there a few times. Orlando's full of transplants, though. There's a bar for everything in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I feel like everywhere we go, I notice Buffalo-themed things. But that is probably just because we live in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, So what did you do on Sunday? 
Well, I took the circulator, which is the free bus, down to the Inner Harbor. Um, when I say everybody was really friendly, I mean, like, I everybody kept talking to me. <laughs> like, on like I was going to get off and go to a restaurant that Phil suggested for lunch, um, but somebody started talking to me on the bus, and I missed my stop, and it wasn't worth the walk back a couple of blocks. So I just ended up going um, down to the Inner Harbor. There was a book festival going on, which was pretty cool, um, because I like books a lot. But I just, like, walked around, um, listened to some music, sat in on a couple of panels with authors, uh, bought a few things, not a ton, because I don't like stuff all that much. Uh, It was just a lot of fun to, like, sit and watch people and, like, listen to them. Um, But anytime I sat down for too long, like, somebody talked to me, so I tried not to do that. (laughs) And then after that, I got lunch at this... um, it's a poke place it's yeah. basically a sushi bowl which was delicious and amazing and life-changing i love it uh like i knew i would and then i went to the national aquarium yeah yeah i love the national aquarium so i'm interested to hear your thoughts um you know it was good it so so i feel like aquariums they're just like a super high budget thing to open yeah like you can't have an aquarium and like walk into it for five dollars because it's like so expensive to keep up and like to maintain and to to hire everybody to take care of it aquariums are just like goals you know um in like the business world so i feel like in order to be a functioning aquarium and to be successful there's like a certain level of like animals and like cleanliness and maintenance that you have to attain so like it was a good aquarium but i also didn't feel like i saw a lot of the stuff that they advertised and it might just be because like it was super packed so i wasn't like staying as long at some of the exhibits as i wanted to because they're just like people all over me um but, like, they had all these pictures of, oct- like, an octopus, and I didn't see an octopus, even though I was looking for it. And, like, a sloth. I didn't see the sloth. And so I, it's always just really frustrating, like, when you see advertisements for animals and that aren't that you don't see, you know? Okay. So did you enjoy the aquarium? I did. I did. It was a little smaller than I expected because, you know, the National Zoo is so giant and amazing and beautiful that you okay, expect the so National I Aquarium have to, I have to be to, the same. I have to say something about this. Okay. Um, and you saw the building before you went in. It can only be so big. You saw the building. So when I say that I expected more, there was a lot of, like, river fish. Okay. And I'm not saying I don't want to see river fish, because it's not necessarily true. Like, there are some cool things in rivers, like there are cool turtles and stuff, but they're not pretty. (laughs) They're not nice to look at. So, like, if you have several exhibits devoted to river fish, I'm not interested. Okay, so they just had different animals than you wanted to see. Yes, yes. But I really like that. I feel like Esther's not giving it a lot of credit. It's yes, it's overpriced, but it's also a big tourist trap. Yeah, it's it was the like national, forty dollars. It's the National Aquarium, so it's going to be overpriced. But it has an awesome top floor rainforest exhibit. That was. It very has cool. a giant aquarium that you can see from like five different levels in the center. That was neat. Yeah, yeah. it it is awesome. It's my favorite aquarium I've been to. I understand there are other aquariums out there that are great, like the Georgia Aquarium. 
which I have heard amazing things about. And, like, yes, that's, like, what I grew up going to. I mean, it was made when I was in high school, so I didn't grow up going to it. But, like, that's my idea of an aquarium. Yeah, but you have to realize that is the top of all aquariums in the world. No. Like, that's yeah, up there. I know. That's, that might be the best aquarium in the world. I don't know. It's the largest in the country, for sure. Yeah, so, but... I feel like the National Aquarium has its place, and it's definitely worth going to. And yes, it's a little bit expensive, but it's awesome. Okay, yes, yes. And they have puffins. You they didn't, have puffins. You didn't even let me get to like what the good things I was going to say about it. So yes, I was disappointed, but they do have puffins. They had a lot of animals that I don't normally see, which I am all like I, I usually look out for. Like they had snake neck turtles, which I have I've never seen. I don't think in an aquarium. So that was really cool. Um, puffins are obviously really cool. They had a giant puffer fish. It was seriously like two and a half feet long. I didn't know puffer fish got that big. Um, they let you like just sit in the dolphin theater all day, which is super cool because a lot, a lot of aquariums and like SeaWorld and stuff, like they don't let you go into their theaters when there isn't a show going on. So I, I literally just sat there for like 30 minutes and like watched the dolphins play together and it was really cool. Like, there were no trainers out, no animal keepers or anything. And I don't know. So I really liked that. And I like that they have, like, a floating exhibit beneath the dolphin, or in the same building as the dolphin. So the, the when I went, it was jellyfish, which I think are really cool. So that was also very cool. It was an enjoyable afternoon. It was, it was just like, you know, when you're kind of strapped for cash, $40 is a lot to pony up for not a very big aquarium. But yes, it was very nice. It was enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Esther's very critical on it because she's worked with animals, because we worked at SeaWorld, because you've been at Georgia Aquarium. Mm-hmm. And I think the average person doesn't think that same way. So I think, yeah. I think the majority of people like the National Aquarium. But I also don't think that the average person appreciates like the nuanced animals that they have. No, you're probably right too on that. Yeah, for sure. I don't think they would be like, wow, they have a turtle neck snake or whatever you're talking <laughs> about. Turtle, a turtle, wait, snake neck, snake neck turtle. turtle. Yeah. They're super weird, so yeah. I feel like people would and, and like them. the, so we've been, I've been to a lot of zoos and aquariums, and there are, I think, a big difference between like the top level and the lower level, mm-hmm. and the National Aquarium having puffins was really cool, and I still remember the, I still think that that's one of the only places I've ever seen puffins. I don't think I've seen them anywhere else. In fact, I think SeaWorld had them for a bit, but they don't have them anymore. We saw them somewhere, or I saw them somewhere recently. I don't know if you were with me. Um, I can't remember where, though. But, yeah, puffins are super, they're not very common because everybody goes for penguins because they're crowd pleasers. But puffins are so cool, and they're super cute. I don't know. I think puffins are the winners in that, like, in that matchup. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So the Bills lost, but the bar, I had a good time. I got to watch a game with my brother, which is good. Um, me and my brother have really bad luck watching sports together. Like I remember going to a Bills game like ten years ago and they lost thirteen to nothing and it was like zero degrees outside with fifty mile an hour winds. It was one of the worst experiences I can imagine. Has your team ever won a game that you've watched with him? Yeah, sure. I mean okay. we've watched so many games, countless games together that I can't I can't okay. remember, but yeah, absolutely. But yeah, a lot of the times I remember we watch a game and they lose. So I'm just used <laughs> to it, you know, like it it didn't phase me that the Bills lost, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. That's not sad. It's just life. Sports is like that, you know. Yeah. Especially when you root for a non-elite team, you know. 
Yeah, my dad was texting me while I was at the aquarium about how bad the bills were, so I was kind of prepared for it. Yeah, but the week it. before, <laughs> your dad was texting about how great the bills are doing, so well, the bills were... are definitely spotty, hit or miss this year. Yeah, yeah. young quarterback, you know. So uh, we went back. Um, I Oh, uh, after the bar, me and Phil stopped at this. So Ben and Jerry's and a local ice cream place, and I really wish I could remember, something brothers, like, it was kind of a complicated word. Tamara Brothers or something uh-huh. like that, um, a local Baltimore ice cream place. They did this thing where in like this empty lot in the city, they set up and they had people performing. So when I went there, this woman was rapping and they just gave away free ice cream. And it was awesome and it was crazy. And Baltimore, like the, the crowd was just like just everybody in the city, you know, like you got what you got there. And I thought it was really cool. Baltimore, you know, Baltimore is one of those places – like what I was saying before, right, um, about Detroit and Buffalo, Baltimore is very real. You know, Baltimore mm-hmm. doesn't hide what it is. And and you listening to this, you probably have your opinion on Baltimore. And, like, there are TV shows about the crime in Baltimore, but Baltimore doesn't really hide what it is. And I loved it. Every You know, and it's a really compact, and I love the row houses. The architecture is beautiful in Baltimore. There, there's that free bus that was really cool. So we had a great yeah. time in Baltimore. Every time I go there, I have a great time. And, like, my brother where he lives too like it's it's a nice beautiful apartment but like it's like real life outside the doors you know what i mean like there's not it's not perfect and fake like the suburbs it's like a real place and like i like it so i was so when i was riding the bus i noticed the areas that it circles through there are like three separate free bus line like bus routes and they just circle all day yeah like that the funding for that must be nuts yeah so not all the buses in baltimore are free yeah but it's most just, of them are it's paid for three routes around the downtown area like by the harbor yeah 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 but like that's such an amenity you yeah. know like i don't i mean it it's been full both times that i've ridden it so i'm sure that people take advantage of it but like how nice is that that you can yeah. go from one side of the city to another for free like it's crazy yeah yeah i mean and that's great too when it comes to Less cars on the road and that sort of thing, too. Yeah. Baltimore is not a car city. So where my brother lives is a densely populated area, and there are not that many cars there. I found a parking spot, and most of the time, there's a lot of empty parking spots, you know, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty It's the walkable. opposite of Buffalo. Buffalo is a very car-driven city, and Baltimore mm. is, is not. And in a good way, I like that. I yeah. really hope Buffalo gets to be that way in the future. I mean, if Buffalo had a free bus route that just took you downtown like imagine how many parking spaces would be vacant down there yeah 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 absolutely um that's that's so funny that you said that though when i was walking around the book festival there was like this artsy fartsy like vendor and he had all these shirts that said that it was like a rainbow and it said baltimore there's more here than murder (laughs) yeah yeah and i wanted to buy it for you but it was like super expensive (laughs) well it's just i think most people just have this uh perception of places like baltimore detroit and buffalo and, and um and yeah, like some of it's true, and there are horrible things that happen in Baltimore. I'm not going to pretend like there aren't, but my experiences there are good, and your yeah, experiences there are good, always. and it's just, I think people on a whole are good, and the news and the government or whoever, people just want to tell you people are bad all the time, and it's mm-hmm. just not that way, you know? I mean... Like, you should just go out and experience things before you assume they're horrible. 
Yeah, I mean, even though it was the middle of the day, like, I would, I'm, like, 20-something female walking around by herself all day Sunday, and literally the only people that talked to me were, like, super friendly, and, yeah. like, just, just being nice by talking to me, and, like, nobody, like, bothered me about anything, nobody was rude, it, so, I don't know. Everybody in Baltimore is super nice. We When we were going to the baseball game, the lady at security was like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. I was like, oh, God, everybody's here so nice. Tell yeah, me more. She's like, she like, thank you for coming. I'm like, wow, okay, that's interesting. In right. Buffalo, they're just like, get in. There's, yeah. two, there's people behind you. Right. Stop slowing us down. I'm like, thank you so much for taking the time to thank us for coming here. Yeah, yeah. We had a great time in Baltimore. Um, we ended up driving back super late. We didn't leave Baltimore to what, 5.30, almost 6 p.m. on mm-hmm. Sunday? Six and a half hour drive back. I was a man on a mission. I was not willing to stop ever. We stopped once in Harrisburg for gas. We and stopped then, for food. Then we stopped for food uh, in... Ooh, a hiccup. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Um... We stopped in Mansfield, which is like um, near the Pennsylvania-New York border. Yeah. So I was just Iron Man. I was ready to roll. I could have drove 100 hours that night. I felt kind of bad because on the drive there, I was like, McDonald's, McDonald's, like obsessed with McDonald's. And then on the drive back, Jeff was like, I would like Taco Bell. And then we didn't even stop at Taco Bell. Like we couldn't even find one. Well, there were Taco Bells, but the first two that we saw were too early in the trip. And then I was like, Esther, is there another Taco Bell? And you're like, yeah, my phone says there is. But then it was like two miles. miles. (laughs) It was two miles off the highway. And I'm like, that's too much much to go that far so when we, yeah. we went to arby's yeah and you like arby's anyway, i do like arby's so. but i was i really didn't want to talk about oh yeah it's okay we ended up getting back to buffalo at like one maybe twelve thirty. no twelve thirty. we made good time twelve thirty. yeah yeah and um went to work super tired yesterday and we're here tuesday recording a podcast mm-hmm. um we have one we have a couple of things to go over before we finish today's podcast uh esther would you like to tell everybody what's in our prize pack that we're about to give away? Oh no, no, it's it should be a surprise. Oh, it's a surprise. Okay, we got <laughs> ba- we got Baltimore things. So yeah. for all the people who entered the contest, we are about to roll a die, and we're going to pick the winner here. Um, the winner of the pod uh, of the contest, we will mail you and the person you tagged a Baltimore prize pack. If you live in the same place. Uh, we'll just send one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but if you guys are in different places, we will send you both one. Um, I don't know. Do you have like a drum roll? Can you do a drum roll? Um... Did you hear that? <laughs> yes, I can. You gotta go. Brrr, I can't do that. Do it. Here, I'll, I'll drum. Ro- I'll drum roll, and you roll. So okay. We, we okay. So we have a die that has the exact number of people. Brrr, two. Two. Which. Uh. That's our friends, Julie and Jason. So, Julie and Jason, you are winners of the Baltimore Prize Pack. Everyone else, thank you for um, joining the contest. We appreciate it. For everyone else out there, we're going to do these contests every now and then, along with the voting. Um, Seriously, there weren't that many people in this one. You had pretty high odds of winning. So, if you're out there listening, uh, you in the car right now driving, just Join the next contest. All you have to do is tag somebody on Instagram, and you might win. Totally. And, like, Julie, there's, like, seriously good stuff in this prize pack. So yes. get excited. Yeah, get excited, <laughs> Julie. It's on uh, It's on your way. Yes, definitely. Do we have anything else to add to this episode? Um. Well, so next week, 
we still haven't decided one what we're gonna do about yeah. the podcast episode, but I'm gonna be in Texas. Yeah. Um, maybe not the week after, but I think the week after that we should do our Adirondacks trip. Yeah, yeah. So I think next week, right for our podcast, mm-hmm. um, I think maybe you could record the podcast since you'll be in Texas. I'll just be in Buffalo. Maybe if you want to record it with one of your friends on your trip, or if you want to do like a solo one, that'd be interesting. Um, because by the time we get back, it'll be Thursday. So we'll, we might miss that podcast if you don't record one. Unless you want me to record one about, hey, I watched the Bills game. Well, but what if I called you? So, like, Anchor is really cool in that you can, like, call somebody on the app and then record your call. Yeah, I don't know. We can try it. Um, yeah, we can try that feature out, maybe. I don't know. There will be a podcast next week. We will find a way to produce a podcast next week. And Esther will have a lot to talk about. She'll be in Texas. Where in Texas are you going? So we're flying into Austin, and then we're going to go down to San Antonio, and then back up to Austin, and then spend the last two days in Dallas. Round trip Texas tour. I mean, yeah, we're only traveling like 100 miles, but we're going like up and down. Yeah. Oh, we're going to stop in Waco. It's going to be super cool. Oh, wow. The fixer-upper couple. The (laughs) the fixer-upper couple, that's right, yeah. I like Texas. I went there once before. I went to San Antonio and spent um, a few days down there. It was great. I had a good time. Um, You should have a good time, too. Probably be warm. Texas will probably be pretty warm. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that there will be less fall weather because I'm not ready to say goodbye to summer yet. Yeah, you get. You should get some barbecue too, since you like barbecue. Texas barbecue school. They have like beef though. Yeah, it's yeah, it is all beef. But they have they have um, most of their barbecue places are like uh, off the road, and they have like no walls. Like they're just like a roof, and then pole barn. Yeah, like a pole barn. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's most of their barbecue places. It was neat. I went to one of those when I was in San Antonio. So I'm not like super proud of this part of me but i'm told like i'm such a barbecue connoisseur like i just i'm from georgia so i have an idea of what barbecue should be and anytime i try a new barbecue place i'm usually disappointed like eh, this isn't that good <laughs> yeah yeah so, so yes we it's will good. try we will it, try barbecue but i don't have a lot of experience with barbecue yeah i mean i have like northern barbecue with which esther thinks is garbage but texas barbecue was good okay I'll give it a try. <laughs> well, so congratulations, Julie. And, oh, is this is that Jason that she tagged? Yeah. So Jason and Julie, you guys both win. Look at yeah. that. That's I, guess, awesome. I guess we could have said their Instagram handles, but it's Julie and Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So thanks for entering. Prepare to receive a prize package from Baltimore, which I don't even know if you've been to Baltimore. I was kind of like on the fence about stuff to get for this prize pack because I was like, these people haven't even been to Baltimore and we're getting them all this Baltimore I think, stuff. I think it's pretty cool stuff. It's, it's okay. stuff they can use, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> so get excited for that. Yes. Um, follow us on Instagram, Esther and Jeff uh, podcast yes. on Instagram. Yes. Uh, follow us on Facebook, our Facebook page, Esther and Jeff Facebook page. Um, if you follow us on the Facebook page, we'll, you'll be up to date with all the contests and all the polls that we do. We're going to keep doing this thing where we say you send us places other than places we, you know, like we want to go on our own. Like I wanted to go see my brother. That's why I went to Baltimore. Um, so follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Esther and Jeff, watch some hockey. Hockey starts this week. You got anything else to add? Um, I was just going to say it's going to start getting cold up here soon. Yeah. So we're not going to be going anywhere up here soon. No, but we'll have plenty of things to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. yeah and we'll probably be traveling or we'll, we'll probably plan trips down south during the winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, absolutely. I foresee that happening. Um, so, yeah. 
thanks for thanks for listening we made it to episode 17 we made it we'll talk to you guys next oh, week wait, oh wait we do kidding. have an announcement uh one of the upcoming next uh maybe not next episode because you're gonna be in texas but by episode 20 we will be streaming video this will go live on youtube so to prepare for that Follow me, Jeffrey Searsant, on YouTube. Follow me, subscribe on YouTube, because we will start recording our podcast with vision visuals. That's uh, okay. So we we ha- we did like literally no planning up until now. So you have to understand that I'm a little frustrated that you said that to our, <laughs> to our no, no 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 no. I'm what I'm saying is like it's coming around it's the coming. bend. So subscribe on YouTube now, so you you'll get the updates when it happens. And if that's something that you're interested in, please have, let us know. Yeah, I have awesome YouTube videos too that you guys should definitely check out. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm proud of those. Those yes, they're good. They're very good. So check out my YouTube videos. Look out for the podcast on YouTube in the future. And um, I don't know. Have a good day. Like, what what are you supposed to say at the end of these things? Follow us on Instagram. I'm trying really hard. <laughs> yes, Esther's doing a good job. By the way, our Instagram page is updated daily. Yeah. You will get fresh content daily. Yes. Even when we're sick, even when we're dying, we will update it daily. And that's what I mean when I say I'm trying really hard because I don't really do anything on social media, but I am making such an effort to post every day on that Instagram. So please follow it, comment, like, do whatever. Just, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. Let us know if you want us to do a video pod. We're going to do it anyway. We're going to try it out. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Talk, <laughs> talk to you, see you, whatever. It'll, it'll be good. Bye. Bye.